really been able to, to look at other people and what they're doing and, and talk to people across the country has been just super, super valuable. And I mean, to, to put it in perspective, now we're doing between eight and 12 deals a month. This, this, this is the House Building HQ podcast. Now let's get flipping with your host, Justin Williams. Hey, hey, what is going on, House Flipping Nation? I hope you guys are all doing awesome. We are continuing this week. We are in launch week. House Flipping Formula is back. The doors are going to be open for a few more days. You can go to housewingformula.com to to check it out, and we look forward to having you join us. So uh, in that regard, today we are going to be continuing with our interviews. We are talking to some of the House Flipping Formula rock stars, people who have been in the group, who have um, grown their business, and we learn a little bit more about them, about their business, and how the program has helped them. So uh, today we have a very special guest. I'd like to introduce to you Brad Smotherman. Brad, how's it going? Man, doing well. Great to be here with you. I'm, I'm just really excited to, to chat it up. So Brad is in the Nashville area, which I was just there, and I forgot you were there, Brad, and then you reached out to me and... Wish it would have been a hookup, but um, Nashville, it's a fun place, man. Yeah, you know, we're having a lot of growth here. I mean, a lot of development. We're very lucky to be here. Prices are rising, and, you know, Nashville is becoming a, a really, really great city. Cool. Are you from Nashville? I'm originally from about 30 miles southeast of there, a little suburb, but, I mean, born and raised here in Middle Tennessee for sure. Awesome stuff, man. So I didn't, sometimes I'll give people like this long-winded intro and then ask them to share about themselves. So I thought rather than hear from me, I mean, I know you're killing it. Um, I just see you in the, in the, in the group answering a lot of questions, just the, the deals you have going on, the things you have going on. Why don't you give us a little bit of your background and then we'll catch up to speed on exactly what it is that you have going on right now and how it is that you're um, doing that. For sure. So, I mean, a little bit about my background. I actually woke up one morning when I was 17 years old and said, I'm going to get my real estate license. And I was planning on going to college during that time. And my thought was, well, you know, I can get my real estate license. And um, instead of waiting tables or bartending, and there's definitely nothing wrong with that, hopefully learn a little bit about an industry and meet some great people. So I got my real estate license when I was 18. Um, I, my first six months, I made an $1,827 commission. Now, Justin, I don't care how you budget. $1,827 does not pay the bills for anyone, <laughs> regardless of age. So um, I ended up getting picked up by a builder developer, and he taught me new construction and development and kind of piqued my interest in the investment side of things. So I ended up retiring my license in 2010 to strictly do investment and uh, have been having a lot of fun ever since. That's awesome, man. So, so 2010, that's when you started, pretty much. That's correct. Super cool. So 2010, um, wow, like, so you've been doing real estate for, I'm not very good at math. It's like seven years, right? More or less. That's right. So yep. what, like, fill us in, like, what's happened in between that time? What, what was, what kind of got you going from there and brought you up to speed to, to where you are now? Yeah, so how I started, um, I was like the bandit sign king of my city up nice. until I got fined twice. <laughs> and um, so I was putting out bandit signs. I mean, I, I got up at 4 o'clock every Saturday morning and put them out and, you know, sleep 
hail, snow, it didn't matter. I was going to put my signs out. And it took me about eight or nine months to hit my first deal. Um, And what I was doing then was buying subject two and then doing uh, selling with owner financing and creating these wrap notes. Um, And I did that for a few years up until it actually started paying off. The market had shifted in 2012, 2013 to where I could buy property and take it retail and cash out. So I started doing deals that way and um, have looked at more of the wholesaling model as opposed to rehabbing during the past 12 months, um, kept pouring more and more marketing, um, more and more of my money into marketing and infrastructure, and just kind of trying to scale up and see how, how high we can take this thing. Super cool. So when did you, how long have you been in house flipping formula? I guess about a year. It's been about a year, right? Where yeah. where were you at when you joined the group, and what um, what has that group done for you? Yeah, so I mean, to to put you in kind of a place in time, I mean, I was I was still working the Nashville market uh, a year ago. I was doing maybe three deals a month, um, doing well by you know most people's standards, and um, you know didn't have a complaint, but I knew that there were gaps in my business. And so really being able to, to look at other people and what they're doing and, and talk to people across the country has been just super, super valuable. And I mean, to, to put it in perspective, now we're doing between eight and 12 deals a month, wow. um, doing a mass amount of marketing. I mean, so much marketing and, um, you know, just, just really am grateful for the group and, and what you guys have, have put together over there at House Flipping Formula. That's so cool, man. In one year, you went from doing about three deals, three, you said three to four a month. Now you're doing like seven to eight, like pretty much doubled what you were doing. Oh, it's, it's more than doubled. It's more than doubled. And I mean, the model has changed because, you know, Andy being a, um, a wholesaler, um, as what he does most of the time, I mean, it really opened my mind up to that model and we're really moving more towards that. Um, I used to do rehabs and, you know, I was looking at some, some new construction kind of deals and, I mean, they just take too long. I just don't have that kind of attention span. Love it, man. (laughs) Just earlier today, I was talking to Bill Allen, and he was talking about how joining, uh, you know, he he, he joined, actually, he just went to seven-figure flipping. But uh, he was talking about how joining our coaching programs has has ruined him because I won't get too personal. Anyway, I'll I'll ask him if it's okay if I mention this part, and I'll edit it out if he says it's not. But um he, we were talking about some stuff because he's going to be borrowing some of my parents' IRA money because I can't borrow it, right? And uh, so I was just doing a little bit of due diligence and be like, ask how things are going, you know, because I want to take care of my parents' money and, and stuff. And I totally trust Bill, but just doing some due diligence and sure. um, realized that, you know, he, he's like, yeah, you know, my net worth is like, it's, it's over a million dollars, basically. I'm like, oh, cool. Congratulations. You're a millionaire, right? And he's like, yeah, I would have been happy about that before I met you guys just over a year ago. You guys have ruined me that's nothing now. Right. Like, <laughs> so like at first that was one of his short term goals. And now he's like, let's add a couple zeros to that and I'll be good. You know? <laughs> so it- absolutely. And I think that that carrot like continually goes away from you, you know, like you, you dangle the carrot in front of the donkey, yep. you know, you get to a point you're like, well, this really isn't what I thought it would be. And I can do so much more. And I mean, I agree. The group has done that for me as well. I mean, frankly, just being a part of the Facebook group is worth the cost. I mean, I know it's going to sound like a plug, but it's really not. Like, I absolutely believe that. And, uh, but yeah, that, that target is continually moving and uh, I can totally empathize. 
Well, I appreciate that. And I think it's just, I mean, they say you become who you surround yourself with, right? And and just being around those people just changes your mindset. I was recently with a big group of people that every single person in the room was a, a seven-figure income earner, and some of them were eight-figure income earners. And it just helps you realize, oh, these are normal people. They can do it. I can do it. And there's so many different ways because you not only you learn from them, but you realize what they're doing and your mindset changes and it's it's super cool. So that's that's really cool, man. I I'm, I'm love hearing that um, about about people in the group. So, why, OK, share with us a little more about your current business. What does that look like? I mean, you don't need to share all of your secrets. I know some of those we you know keep within the group, but why, why don't you give them give them something right? G- give us something here. <laughs> <laughs> Are you, so you you're, know, you're so, go ahead. I'll you go for it. Yeah. So um, the evolution of, of my business has kind of been from, you know, doing sub two wraps, which are a great thing, especially to get started to, you know, t- buying subject to and taking things retail to rehabbing and then actually to wholesaling, which for a long time I felt was kind of a, a downgrade. You know, I, I thought the you know, you usually start off wholesaling and then you work up your cash until you get to where you're doing some new construction or you're doing these big rehab deals. And it really hasn't been that way. Um, I'm a firm believer in marketing. So the more you market, the more you make, period. And I, I cannot emphasize that enough. And then um, also, you know, growing systems around the marketing for us has been a trial and error kind of difficult point. But it's something that we're continually working through. So um, we bought a huge commercial printer to do all of our direct mail in-house. Um, right now, we're doing somewhere around fifty-five to 60,000 pieces per month. Um, we have gone in the past year from just Nashville Metro to we're also doing Dallas-Fort Worth, and we're opening up in Florida also, wow. and um, just just having a lot of fun. But, I mean, if I could – and in part, just a couple of things, it would be marketing makes money. You have to market, um, having belief systems in place and the people around you that are going to be positive and surround you with the, the can do attitude and grit is super, super important. And, uh, you know, from there, it's just kind of sky's the limit. I mean, I love real estate. I love what we do. I mean, it's, it's an amazing thing to, to live the life that five years ago you dreamed about. And, you know, I, I really am looking forward to what is five years from now hold because I really have no idea. Yeah, I, I love that, Brad. I and mean, I knew you were doing well. I don't think I realized quite how much you're doing. 55 to 60,000 mailers a, a a month. That's that's incredible. I saw the, the machine you bought. That was how long did you get that? Like six months ago or so? No, no, no. It was, we bought it like six months ago, but we they had to manufacture it. So okay. we actually got it delivered. It was like. The, either the end of the first week of January or the, the beginning of the second week, something like that. So we have had it like maybe two months. Oh, wow. I don't, time, time uh, yeah, I don't know. For some reason, I was thinking it was longer. So you've had it for a couple of months. And just because you're doing so many letters, is, is that your primary reason for buying it? Do you feel that the cost savings has been worth it? Well, it's that. So we can mail cheaper than, you know, going through a third-party provider. But also, um, we can do things really quickly. So if no, God forbid there's like a, a crime in a certain area, then we can get the newspapers, know that area and mail and have mail like dropped in the mail the same day. 
Wow. So, um, you know, just to kind of to, to be able to pivot quickly and, and hit markets that we're interested in was important to us. That is so interesting. So, so just to make sure everyone knows, I mean, Brad bought this like machine that basically write, handwrites the letters for you, correct? Is that right? Or a printer? Right. Or is it, it like a printer? A fol- yeah, it's a folder stuffer inser- inserter. So it, it we have one printer that prints the letter, but then this machine like it uh, reads the letter, it, le- it reads the address and matches it to an Excel file so that it knows how to print the envelope, prints the envelope, stuffs the envelope, and um, folds, seals, and stamps it. That is awesome. So, um, yeah, we, we can run if it, if it doesn't jam or anything like that, which is <laughs> never, but um, it, it, it does like 4,300 letters an hour. So, I mean, it, it, it rolls. 4,300 yeah, an hour? Okay, so it's not like one of those, there, there's this one that kind of like writes the letters and it's kind of slower. Like that's not what we're talking about. You, you're you're rocking and rolling. You're pumping these things out. No, it, it it's really fun to like watch it spit these things out and you think about it. Like it basically, in my opinion, prints lottery tickets. Awesome. And if I you have that. like if you if you buy forty thousand lottery tickets or fifty thousand lottery tickets, you're gonna hit the lottery. It's just how much. You know, awesome. so, uh, but these are much cheaper than lottery tickets. So yeah. don't buy a lottery ticket. No, no, it's, it's a lottery ticket that is actually good. Yeah, going to make you more money, right? So that's right. That's, Absolutely. It's going to make you money, not lose your money. That is, that is so cool. Do you mind, I mean, is that like your secret weapon or do you mind sharing with us a little bit about um, what that machine is called, more or less what it costs and stuff like that? Um, it's, it's made by FP and I don't even know the model number, but you know, it's like a four or five digit number after FP. I'm sure if you contact the manufacturers of FP, they'll, they'll know what it is. Um, the machine, everything included was just shy of a hundred thousand. It was like 94, 97, something like that. I can't remember now. Um, but the marginal cost savings was enough. We were actually having people because we were doing our mail in house before, they were charging us ten cents to fold stuff and stamp a, an envelope. Mm-hmm. Um, but number one, there's only so much that they can do. I mean, you, you give a single mom six thousand, you know, it's going to take sure. them a while, you know. And um, so th- the cost savings was important. Our ability to get, you know, mass mail out the door was important. Um, and I mean, that's that's really our bread and butter is direct mail. So you know, we do some other marketing, but nothing to that to that level. I love that, man. And I wasn't aware that you had gone to Dallas and Florida. That's that's pretty cool. So is that a pretty new thing that you've gone to other markets? It is. So we opened up to Dallas-Fort Worth maybe three weeks ago and Florida like last week. So, I mean, we're very new in those markets and, and finding out what we don't know right now. But it is really just based on we have the ability to mail so much more than what we're doing. And uh, there's only so much equity that can be bought in, in the Nashville metro market. So, I mean, the, the Nashville, like actual Nashville addresses, I mean, we had like a, a, an equity base of like 14,000 or 17,000. I mean, we, we had a lot more mail we wanted to get out the door. And so it was, it was just the next evolution to, to move to different markets. I love it. So a lot of time, there's a lot of people at home that might be thinking maybe they want to try another market. And they hear you mention these markets and they think there's like a specific, I mean, I have different reasons why I go to a different market. I know Andy has different reasons why he goes to a different market. What, what caused you to choose these, these markets? Was there any kind of research you did or was it more the people or what was your thought process there? 
Yeah, so uh, to speak on Dallas-Fort Worth, we actually have a partner who's boots on the ground there. So that one was easy. I mean, and, and it's constantly showing up in the hottest real estate markets in the country. There's a huge appreciation that's happened in the past four years. And the price points are, are similar, like median price points are similar to Nashville. So it, it was very comparable to what we're dealing with also. And we've had some well, quite a bit of success here. And we thought, well, you know, DFW is literally like 12 times the size of Nashville Metro. And so we thought, well, if we can do it here, let's try it there. Uh, to speak on Florida, I really wasn't like in love with Florida, but my list guy can get us a non-owner occupant vacant pre-foreclosure list. So the owner does not live there. The house is vacant and they're pre-foreclosure. I mean, that's a motivation list if I ever saw one. And so it it was a really small list, but we're like, well, what the heck, you know, so we blast it. We're blasting the whole state of Florida on that list, seeing kind of what hits and, you know, making a decision from there. I love that. I mean, having having boots on the ground, that was my decisions for why I went into the new market that I went into. Um, was because it was just we had purchased houses in 10 different states we decided to scale back from those 10 states i don't recommend anyone doing that by the way and <laughs> excuse me like coughing um but that was the one area that we had the best contractors the best agent a lot of people think it's like oh it's just this market I'm like no not necessarily it's the people right um so that was part of it and then also i i like your it's interesting to hear your philosophy in going to dallas because some people that are smaller time you know just doing a few they want to go to like maybe a smaller market, but you're like, no, we're, we're going big. Like we're doing big numbers, big volume. We're going to go crush the competition. We want to go to Dallas because it is big. We're not going to shy away from that. So that's, that's pretty cool to hear. Yeah. You know, there's some really good operations out of Dallas, Fort Worth. And we just kind of thought, well, if we can do it there, we can do it anywhere. Yeah. So, you know, let, let's see what we're made of and, and try to crack that nut. You know, love it, man. Love it. Love that attitude. So, um, who tell tell us about your team i mean obviously if you're doing this many you're not the one doing all the marketing you're not the one taking all the calls and making all the appointments especially if you know other areas what does your team look like yeah so i i feel like we're pretty lean um i have two partners one in nashville one in dallas fort worth and i mean we're all like it's like there's 20 balls in the air and there's like six hands to catch them and we just (laughs) kind of catch what we can and leave what what falls to the team so uh, we have a full-time call guy and he's on the phone he's fantastic we have a full-time acquisitions person and i mean he he's a former pastor and is like the best person with people i've ever seen i mean we used to go to appointments together and and i realized pretty quickly that they did did not like me nearly as much (laughs) as they liked him so um it's like well i'll just leave now tony you can go ahead and do your thing and so he's really great at what he does. We have a, a full-time bookkeeper slash secretary type role. Um, and then my partner, he's doing like most of the mail stuff. I'm doing uh, some of the sales on the, the wholesale side. So, I mean, we, we have a lot of fun and, and just trying to keep it going. Love that, man. Love it. I love that you recognize that because I hear a lot, a lot of times what people say is, you know, you, you should hire someone. First of all, most people are, are afraid to hire someone or let go. But then I hear other people say, hey, if they can do it 75% as well as you can, then great. But what people don't realize is when you hire someone who's meant for that position and that is their only focus, very quickly they will get to the point where they do that job way better than you. And the truth is you can't do everything. So that's that's cool that you recognize that. Absolutely. 
Um, wow, this is good, good, good stuff, man. You have so much amazing stuff going on. I mean, is there any other goal that, that you want to share with us? This, you know, this interview isn't going to be super long, but I know you have a lot going on. Um, but what other things are, are going well for you that whether it's, whether it's directly related to what you're doing in your business or more of a mindset, like what are, what are some gold nuggets that, that you would like to share with, with the HFHQ audience? Yeah. So, um, real estate related, I have my first little land development that uh, I'm doing by myself and it's a 13 lot development that I named after my little girl who's about to be 17 months old. And so my thought with that was, you know, she can be 70 years old and have a bad day and go to this development and see her name on the sign and, and know that, you know, like daddy was thinking about her when he, when he did this, you know, so that was really important to me. So we actually just pre-sold all of the lots before we began excavating and that was really fun to, to kind of see that come together. And I think that's something that I, I'm going to enjoy enough to want to continue to do. Um, to, to talk about mindset, um, I think mindset is critically important to what we do. I mean, not a, only in real estate, but as entrepreneurs, because, I mean, we're, we're faced with so many problems daily. And, you know, at some point, we have to make the determination as to whether we're going to have a mindset of fear or faith, whether we're going to have the mindset of lack or abundance. And so if we can keep ourselves in a mindset of faith and abundance, then everything else, as long as we have some grit, is going to continue to happen. And, you know, I have people contact me, you know, pretty frequently saying, I want to do real estate. I want a better life. Will you help me? And the answer is yes. Um, But I always ask them the question, what's stopping you from being successful? And I'm sure it's the ones that you've all, we've all heard them. You know, I don't have time. I don't have money. I don't have credit. I don't know how to talk to people. You know, if we can change our mindset when we're starting to, instead of I don't have any money to, I have enough money to start from, I don't have any time to, I have enough time to change my future and and really change the lens in which we view the world, we're going to be successful. And that's really what it comes down to. And I say that because I lost years fighting that battle. I would be far more successful today had I realized that you have to think about what you're thinking about and um, live in that faith and abundance mentality. Dude, chills like all over, like multiple times, man. I just want to like drop the mic. So I'll drop my pen instead because my <laughs> mic is connected to anyway. That dude, that was, that was amazing. Um, it's so true. I love, I mean, faith and abundance as long as we have some grit, right? Like, <laughs> Because, I mean, you can right. have faith in abundance. And, you know, it's like the whole, uh, what was it? The whole secret book, right? It's like, you got to have the right thoughts. You got to know what you can do. But then you got to go freaking do it, right? <laughs> so That's right. Well, um, you know, doubt cramps energy. And if we don't doubt, we're going to have a lot of energy to go out there and make change in the world. Absolutely. My wife and I were talking about this other the other day because she's launched her own business. And it's it's a new thing. So sometimes it's it's scary and it's... But we were just talking about how it's okay to be to be afraid or be concerned, but let that last for like a few seconds and then get after it, right? It's gonna it's gonna Absolutely. come into our mind, but you gotta just move forward and you cannot have um fear and faith at the same time and you can't have lack and abundance, like you said, at the same time. And and if you have doubt, you're not moving forward. So love it, man. Absolutely. Love it. Well, this has been an absolutely incredible um i I really appreciate your time uh i I know we're going to talk after this but i know uh you're probably gonna be joining us in in some figure flipping so that's gonna be awesome to be able to hang out with you some more um 
But man, so, so, so cool, man. So cool to see how far you've come, how fast. And it's just kind of a testament to, you know, we have all kinds of different people in the House Living Formula group. Some people are new, some are advanced. And you came in, you were, you were probably a little more than advanced most coming in, but you still were able to take advantage of just probably a few gold nuggets. So the things that you learned from some people in the group and, and you doubled that. A lot of times people ask me, what can I expect from joining the group? And I say, you know, it depends where you are. If you're brand new, we're going to get you to that next level. If you're experienced, we're going to get you to that next level, right? Where this depends where you are. So uh, that, that's pretty cool, man. Pretty cool. Yeah. What, what do they say? If, if education is expensive, then try ignorance. Try ignorance. I mean, yeah. we're in an industry where, I mean, we don't really have to worry about like what something costs because if it just allows us to do one more deal a year, yep. then I mean, hey, it's, it's, it's all okay. <laughs> Yeah. And you're exactly like if someone out there is not going to take action, if you're not going to do anything, okay, I can't help you. Um, that's right. But if you're going to, we, we really want to help you. So, uh, so that's cool. So anyway, all right, Brad, I appreciate your time. Um, and we look forward to talking to you soon. Thanks so much. Thank you, man. Enjoyed it. All right, guys. Well, I hope you enjoyed that interview with Brad Smotherman. Uh, just an overall great guy, incredible investor and, and his trajectory is, is just absolutely insane. So if you are interested in joining Brad and the other House Wing Formula members and many of the other coaches that I have recently brought in to the House Wing Formula program, you can go to housewingformula.com to join us, and we look forward to helping you explode your business in the days, weeks, and months to come. So go to housewingformula.com before we close the doors, and we look forward to seeing you on the inside of the flip side. Other than that, keep taking action where it counts, make some things happen, and we will talk to you next time on the House Flipping HQ podcast. This has been the House Flipping HQ podcast. Your, your ultimate house flipping resource for intelligent real estate investing and financial freedom. Check out amazing tutorials, blogs, how-tos, and other inspiring podcasts with house flipping experts at houseflippinghq.com. Houseflippinghq.com.